Hello, friend. Thank you so much for joining us for the broadcast today. You've started your week here with the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. I'm so thankful that you have. To our longtime listeners, we appreciate you. If you're listening for the very first time, welcome in. My name, as the intro told you, is Evangelist Micah McCurry, and I have a special treat for us today. We have a guest. Pastor Mark Sigstad is with us. He's going to be talking to us in just a moment. You're going to want to hear all about what the Lord has done with and through his life. Now, he's been able to serve the Lord on multiple continents, but I'm going to leave you on a cliffhanger. You'll have to stick around to hear more about it in just a moment. Before we do that, though, let me tell you about a gospel tract. Now, what is a gospel tract? Usually, it's a small piece of paper, an opportunity for you to be a gospel witness, whether you're physically there there or not. Now you can physically, you can personally hand gospel tracts to people, but you can also leave them like breadcrumbs behind you wherever you go. I have a gospel tract with me called Have You Found Rest? Now, I don't know if you've noticed or not, but our current climate, current culture, current world situation, it doesn't really lead us to a lot of rest, a lot of uh, tumultuousness, a lot of turmoil. Well, I'm so thankful that we can find rest in Jesus Christ. And that's what this gospel tract tells us about. I'm going to encourage you to visit BibleTracksInc.org. Now you say, hold up a second. What's the price tag? Is it five easy payments of $19.99? No, 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 friend. They're completely free. You say, I want 25 of them. Great. Still free. I want a thousand of them. Great. They're still free. They are free. We don't even ask for you to put your credit card information in. If you can believe that, there's no shipping charges, nothing like that. If the Lord leads you to donate, feel free. We're not going to turn it down, but at the same time, our mandate, our desire at Bible Tracks Incorporated, the mother ministry, the foundational ministry of this radio broadcast, Bible Tract Echoes, our mandate is to make sure no Christian worker goes for want, goes uh, needing the gospel tools they need to reach a lost and dying world. And that's why I'm excited to have Pastor Mark with me today on the program. Would you for just a moment howdy with the folks and tell them a little bit about your history in how you came to know the Lord. Well, you know, it's it's amazing. Everyone's story is a little bit different. And uh, I, my name is Pastor Mark Sigstead. And I actually, I'm a missionary, uh, but my job in West Africa for the years that we were there, we were, we were there for 35 years. Um, and this year, uh, we're actually celebrating our 40th year as a missionary. Wow. So we've kind of hung around for a little while, <laughs> but it all started, uh, you know, I wasn't, I, I, I didn't go to church. I grew up in a home. My dad was in the military for uh, many years. Uh, he retired, you know, he left the army after World War II and then uh, joined the Air Force, couldn't find a job. So he became an airman and uh, he served for over 30 years in the Air Force. But uh, we were not a Christian home. We didn't go to church regularly. And, uh, and, and so I, I thought that was just normal. Uh, I was taught as a child when I did go to church, there were three kinds of people. There were heathen, there were Christians, and there were Jews. Now, I've, I've, I'm a pretty good guy, so I figured I'm not a heathen. I knew I wasn't a Jew, so I just like, okay, I had to be number three. Door number three says I'm a Christian. And so I lived my life that way and didn't and never knew anything about church or Christianity. Uh, then I met, I met a young lady. Her name was Linda, and uh, she now is my wife. This year we'll celebrate 50 years. Congratulations. But uh, she was kind of pushy. I'm, I'd be honest, all right? She's pushy. When I first met my wife, um, I actually told my older brother, I said, if I ever get married, that's not the kind of woman I want. Not because she was pushy, but she was pulling an engine 
on a 67 Chevy. My wife is a mechanic, and uh, she had grease up to her arms, uh, and I was not really impressed, but I got set up on a double date, and uh, I went out with her, and on the second date, she said, uh, Mark, I want to keep dating you, but I won't date you unless you go to church with me. Mm-hmm. That's the pushy woman in her. So, <laughs> you know, I, I went to church not because I love God, not because I was, you know, interested in Christianity. I was in love with a young lady. Uh, and then I went, so I started going faithfully to church, an independent Baptist church. And uh, one Sunday, uh, you know, my wife, or my girlfriend, asked me during the invitation, she said, Mark, are you a Christian? Now, I didn't lie to her. I thought I was a Christian mm-hmm. because I wasn't a heathen and I wasn't a Jew. And so I told her yes, and she was satisfied with that. And then a couple of weeks later, they were baptizing people in this church, and she leaned over and she said, Mark, are you baptized? And I told her, I said, well, I'm baptized, but I wasn't baptized like you guys baptized. You know, I was sprinkled as a baby hmm. uh, in a religion that really didn't understand the Bible. And so uh, I, that was my baptism. And she said, well, you really should be scripturally baptized. And again, you know, I, didn't, I, I was not trying to deceive, just didn't know the truth. Right. So I went forward in a Baptist church, and the preacher asked me this. He said, Mark, are you a Christian? And I answered yes, because that's what I thought. And he didn't, He never asked me, you know, if he would have said, when did you become a Christian? I would have basically said when I was born, you know, because I was born in America. And so uh, I got baptized in that church and, you know, I got married to Linda. We started having children, but I started listening in church and I came to the realization that I was lost. But by that time, I was like an assistant pastor in the church. I was writing Sunday school lessons. I was teaching, you know, and it's like, how can I tell these people that I've been lying? And it was, it had been church for three years. And, and so the devil kind of was like whispering in my ear, you know, you, you can't go forward. You're going to be embarrassed and, and uh, you know, people are going to laugh at you. And, and I started justifying, you know, I started looking at people. And it's like, well, you know, I'm teaching a Sunday school class. That person isn't, so I must be all right. And, and, you know, the devil had me convinced, but there was turmoil in my heart and there was a little bit of turmoil in my family because I was trying to live a double life. And I literally had two sets of friends. I had a, a set of friends on Sunday, but then, you know, I had a set of friends like where I worked and, you know, my, my buddies like, let's go out and have a beer. And I'm like, okay, you know, and then I was terrified. Somebody's going to see me and then I'd come home and, and I was afraid, you know, Linda was going to find out and so forth. And so, uh, you know, the devil then told me, well, you know what, you were pretty good before you got married, leave this woman. And uh, so I did, I packed my bags and I drove away from my wife and three kids and, and I drove away, you know, literally for like 90 minutes. And the Holy Spirit then slapped me with a two by four and said, you know, this is the dumbest thing you're ever going to do. And I turned around and I went back home and I told my wife, I said, listen, I'm not saved. Never have been, never was. And I said, I'm going to the preacher right now. And that was, and, and I went to my preacher and I knocked on his door and he opened the door and I, I, you know, I didn't give him a chance to say hello. I just said, preacher, I'm not saved and never have been, never, you know, never was. I want to get saved right now. And so I, I, you know, he invited me in and uh, he had a coffee table there and, uh, you know, he's a real spiritual man. 
I mean, he's like, oh, you know what to do. You've been in church long enough. Just get down there and do it, you know. And uh, his name was Ron Royalty, and I thank God for Brother Royalty every day, you know, and, and he gave me a chance. You know, he didn't fire me from, you know, the things that I was doing. He didn't stop me from teaching. And he's like, now you got a testimony. Now you're going to be more effective in everything that you do. And under his ministry, I was baptized. Well, then our church, we had a, a missions conference six months after I got saved. And, and I don't remember the missionary. You know, it was a, a conference where, you know, missionary came in every night and preached and taught and uh, gave a challenge. And, and, you know, Linda and I were just, we're a young couple with three kids, and I had a good job. And, you know, I was thinking, okay, you know, missionaries are the kids that, you know, going to Bible college and they're going to get out and tear the world on fire. I'm a married man with a family and a good job, living the American dream. You know, I had a lot of debt and I needed a good job to pay my debt. And, uh, and But this missionary was a, a gentleman from Africa. Don't remember his name. And I don't remember what country he was in. And I really don't remember what he preached. But during the invitation, he's standing up there, and, and Brother Royalty is standing in front of the pulpit, getting ready to receive people to come. And the missionary said this. He said, God needs some men who are willing to go to Africa. Just are you willing to go? He didn't say you were going. He just said... Would you be willing? And Linda and I were sitting. We always sat in the third pew, you know, off to the left or right of the pulpit. And, uh, you know, I, I was holding her hand. Kids were in the nursery. And, uh, and I looked over at my wife and I said, listen, I said, I don't know what God wants, but I said, I'm willing if he wants us. And so we went forward. We just went forward. My pastor was there, Brother Royalty. And uh, we walked in front of him. And, uh, you know, I stuck out my hand. I said, uh, Pastor Royalty, I do not know if God wants me to be a missionary. But I'm willing. I'm willing. We prayed right there. And uh, Brother Royalty, you know, we filled out the card. And, and, you know, church folks greeted us. But Brother Royalty stayed around. And he said, now, Mark, if you're willing, you got to be prepared just in case mm. God does want you. Now, I didn't want to go back to school. Honest truth, I didn't want to go to Bible college. Um, I had already graduated from, you know, university. I had a good job. And, you know, it's like, okay, I, I really don't need to go to Bible college. But my pastor, you know, bless his heart, told you he's spiritual, but my pastor knew that I'm kind of hard-headed, so sometimes God teaches me with a two-by-four, you know, because I, I don't do well. I read the Bible, I understand it, but sometimes it's like the Holy Spirit, God, like, whack, you know, get this. And so I was telling the preacher that, you know, I'm willing to go and go overseas and use my abilities that I have naturally and my job because I worked in, a, in an x-ray department, radiology department, and I thought I can use that. I'll go medical missions. And Brother Royalty preached, and I don't, you know, I, I believe to this day, he probably was preaching at me, but I think, you know, the Holy Spirit led him to preach on Romans 12, 1 and 2. Mm -hmm. And the emphasis in that verse, you know, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your body. Mm -hmm a living sacrifice. And I remember Pastor Royalty saying these words, God doesn't want your professional abilities. God wants your body so he can tell you what to do. Now, you know, it's like somebody told him that. No. <laughs> but, uh, but I surrendered then. Uh, basically, I said, okay, I'll be willing to do whatever you want. And I have some medical problems. And so my attitude was, and I believe today, that everyone ought to present their body to God. And instead of saying, I'll go when God beats me up and drags me down the aisle, uh, I kind of think what we ought to do is present our body and say, okay, I'm going to go until God stops me. Mm. And, and that's what Brother Royalty said. And, and there were times when it looked like 
the Lord was, you know, stopping me. You know, in other words, you know, I, mm-hmm. I had to wait for um, when we got ready to go to Nigeria, West Africa. I applied for a visa. You know, we had done deputation. And my attitude was, okay, if God doesn't want me, he can stop me all, anywhere along the way. So, you know, along the way was Bible college. Along the way was deputation. And then when I got ready to get a visa, the embassy didn't give us one. And I'm like, okay, maybe God's stopping us. But then the day that I, you know, somebody called and said, uh, we got a job. We want to offer you a job in a radiology department in Chicago. And, you know, they offered me good money. And it's like, okay, maybe God stopping, you know, because the money was, you know, mm-hmm. money talks, you know. <laughs> and what happened is uh, when I said uh, to the to the radiology group that offered me a job, I said I'd take the job, hmm. you know, because I didn't have my passports in hand. But when I hung up the phone, called the embassy, they said your visa was granted yesterday. I'll tell you the rest of the story in a minute. You need to join us tomorrow on Bible Track Echoes. Do not miss it. We're going to have more from Pastor Mark Sigstad. Thank you so much for listening. I pray you have a great day for His glory. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Track Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309 828 6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.